Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about creating remarkable experiences in your real estate business and being a remarkable realtor that people remember. I gotta say, this is one of the things I get asked about all the time. People wanna know how I have clients that have used me multiple times. People wanna know how I have a reputation for getting uh, reviews. And so I wanna talk to you about it today. I know I've said this before, but for those of you that don't know, I don't know what it really is, but I do have a gift for keeping in touch with clients or at least trying my best to and getting client reviews. And what I've learned is so many clients, when I ask about reviews or something like that, they'll say, oh my goodness, of course, you were so wonderful. We wanna help your business. Now, I don't say this to be cocky at all. I say this to encourage you and because I want you to have success in your business. And so, you know, I'm gonna, I wanna bring this back to real estate, of course, but I wanna share with you a couple remarkable experiences I've experienced. Now, one is recent, one was years ago, both about different things in baseball. And some of you have heard, second story, I've definitely shared a lot more recently since our trip to Florida. The first, I've probably never shared at all. But there's just certain people I've met over um, my life that have left an incredible mark on me, and um, I often think about them. So this person is actually no longer with us. He died years ago. Um, but years ago, and, and many of you don't even know this, but years ago, I wrote for the newspaper in the teen section of the Reading Eagle, the paper in Berks County. The, that was actually... My first, I mean, my first job was at Sears Selling Tools, but during that time, I also worked for the Reading Eagle. So from the time I was probably about, I guess, 14, so whenever I was in ninth grade to 17 or 18, when I graduated in 2006, I wrote for Voices in the Reading Eagle. Had a lot of fun with it, did well with it. They, you know, they enjoyed my writing. I enjoyed writing for them. Um, it didn't pay a lot, but it was a lot of fun. And, you know, you would write articles for the paper. I think you got paid $25 when you wrote something, and I normally would do a couple a month. So it certainly didn't pay a ton of money, but it was a lot of fun and a great experience. And at one point, I was, you know, they would have different articles that they would send out, and you would, you know, choose the assignments you were interested in. So at one point, I covered a high school all-star game at the Reading Phillies, at the time they were called the Reading Phillies, at the Reading Phillies Stadium, I covered the all the high school all-star game. And so I ended up, this probably 16 or 17-year-old kid, I ended up in the press box. Uh, it was a really cool experience covering the game, taking notes to write about. But even cooler than that was who I sat next to. So I sat next to Charlie Wagner. And at the time, oh, geez, I guess this was about probably 2004. You know, he was 91 years old at that time. And he sadly passed away a couple years later. But what's the point? So the point is, I sat next to Charlie Wagner in the broadcast booth. And I don't actually know why he was there. You know, he was around Reading and the Reading Phillies a lot. He was a staple at many of their games in, in Reading because it was his hometown. Um, in 2000, that press box was named after him. So I was in the press box that was named after him, and he was sitting in there. Now, I didn't really know a lot about him at the time, 
but Charlie left an impact on my life. He knew my love for baseball, and so he shared a bunch of stories. Now, if you don't know who Charlie was, he certainly wasn't like, you know, Babe Ruth or anything like that, but he knew some incredible players. So, He was a pitcher that really pitched um, for about five years. So he pitched from 1938 to 1942. Then after the 1942 season, he went to serve the Navy during World War II, and he came back four years later to play in 1946. So what was most interesting to me was hearing his stories about the players he knew, um, teammates with Johnny Pesky, Dom DiMaggio, all these guys. Most interestingly to me, he was roommates with Ted Williams. So if you know baseball, you know Ted Williams was probably one of the best baseball players at the time, certainly, you know, Hall of Famer. And if you know baseball at all, you know the name Ted Williams. So I probably was a little starstruck as this 16, 17-year-old kid sitting next to Charlie Wagner as he told me about his experience doing life and, you know, playing, you know, multiple seasons and then being not only teammates, but also roommates with the world-renowned baseball player, Ted Williams. And this experience has often stuck out to me as a remarkable experience, as a reason to be remembered. It was so sad when he died, but I just often think back to, he didn't have to talk to me. I was this kid in the press box who just happened to sit next to him, but he could have talked to somebody on the other side. He could have ignored me. He knew my love for baseball. You know, I talked to him about my, you know, at the time, writing career, writing for the paper, and he just engaged with me. And it reminds me often about the things I want to do in my business. I want to create remarkable experiences. I want to do something that people remember. I want to help people. And it's so cool that Charlie did this. So fun story um, about a remarkable thing, you know, even as he's, you know, and again, sadly died in 2006. So basically, you know, 16, 17 years since he died, people still remember him. People loved him and loved hearing stories. And he just kind of loved creating those experiences with people. Another story real quick is, you know, what I experienced at spring training, right? Went to spring training, ended up going to 10 games. I shared a little bit about that previous episodes with you guys. But as we were there for the month, went to 10 games, had an amazing experience. And I was so impressed by many of the players, you know, and how they engaged with the fans um, and all, you know, all of us, you know, getting autographs, even with my father-in-law and my dad who came to some games with me and, you know, my son especially was so cool to see. And I, you know, special shout out to amazing players who interacted, you know, with with my son especially. You know, Mark Appel, who has a crazy story that you should definitely look into, was the first autograph my son ever got. So much so that I came home and bought Caden his first baseball card. And of course, it had to be Mark Appel. But just creating remarkable experiences, um, you know, and what I think is so interesting for Charlie, when I met him, and even these players at spring training, is you don't know the impact you can have on people, right? But even as I watch the Phillies, right, these first few weeks of the season, and guys, I got to be honest, it's been rough, but, 
even as I watch the team, I think about those experiences. I think about my conversation with Mark Appel as my son got his first autograph from a major league player. Actually, his first autograph ever, any like from anyone. You know, his first autograph from Mark. And me saying to Mark that it was his first autograph and him being like, oh, really? That's so cool, buddy. Can you pound it? And him, you know, pounding it with Caden. Really cool stuff. And then I think of guys like Alec Bohm, Bryson Stott, Brandon Marsh, Nick Castellanos, uh, all these guys who, um, you know, signed autographs and, and were friendly and were kind and were interacting with the kids. You know, you heard me talk about a year ago at this time about Alec Bohm in the episode saying we all want the same thing, um, where he kind of had a rough experience with Philly fans and just where he's come from that. You know, me and as my son was getting his autograph, I, I had a funny interaction where uh, I said, you love this place now, right, Alec? And he said, I sure do. And I said something to him like, we love you too, man. And I just said, so proud of you and everything you've done, you know, over the last year to improve your, you know, play on the field and your attitude and all the things you've done off the field as well. And he said, thank you so much. And then I said, but we're still going to boo you if you make an error. And he goes, that's fair. And I just, you know, we had a good laugh there, but those players um, and really everyone I met while I was at the spring training games created a remarkable experience. Again, they sign a few autographs every game. They don't know the impact it's going to have. And so I think it's so interesting because both of the, in, in both of these situations, the players for the Phillies now at spring training, Charlie Wagner there in the broadcast booth, did not know the impact they were going to have on people. I will tell that story about meeting Mark Appel probably for years. And it will, you know, he's not even with a team anymore, right? He was cut right before spring training ended. I don't know if he'll play again, but to me, it doesn't matter because he created an amazing experience that me and my son will probably remember forever. And so I want to encourage you guys in your real estate business, instead of cutting corners and, you know, maybe blowing people off, I want to see you working hard to create these remarkable experiences because when you work hard and you're kind and compassionate and go above and beyond for your clients, that matters. Now, it may not really matter to them, right? It might not change their life. They could just be like, oh, he does that for everyone and they blow it off. But for some of them, it's going to be like me sitting in the broadcast booth with Charlie Wagner or my son, Caden, meeting Mark Appel. It's going to be something that they really, that impacts their life and they talk about forever. And I think that's what I really want to encourage you with and I want you to remember. I really do. Because we have such an opportunity in our real estate business. You know, some of the things that we do, we think are so simple. You know, and again, some of the things that we think are ordinary, other people are extraordinary. Maybe Mark talking to my son, right? And maybe Charlie talking about playing with Ted Williams in that Reading Phillies broadcast booth was ordinary for them. But it was extraordinary for me and something I'll remember in both circumstances for a long, long time. And so I want to encourage you, how are you doing this with your clients? Let me ask you, are you doing this? Are you going out of your way to go above and beyond? Are you seeking to serve them and show them, you know, love and kindness and compassion? Or are you just kind of, you know, doing the bare minimum to get by, right? I think it's a big challenge for all of us, right? And let me tell you, I know this business can be frustrating. I talked about it, you know, a few weeks ago where I talked about, right, how do you cope with loss, right? Losing clients. Well, guess what? 
you know what you do? You send that note card and maybe they didn't list or buy their home with you, but you can impact them. Again, it's hard. It's so hard, guys. I, I struggle with it. But how can you be remarkable, right? How can you go so above and beyond that it completely changes their life, maybe completely changes how they view realtors or people in sales. That's the kind of impact you can have. When you feel frustrated in like the paperwork and the details and you're feeling overwhelmed, we're gonna talk soon about like being overwhelmed and needing organization and we're gonna talk soon about having margin in our life in the next couple of weeks. But when you do that and when you get frustrated, try to remember in that frustration that you can really impact someone's life. And so I wanna ask you, are you going out out of your way to create remarkable experiences with people? And if not, I'm gonna encourage you to try. I'm gonna encourage you to try every day with your clients to make their life better. As realtors, we have such an amazing job we literally can change people's lives. I had a client recently, they told me, my dream is to own a home. And they're under contract, and in about a week and a half, they're gonna settle on their brand new home. They came from another country, and their American dream was owning a home. These are the kinds of things we get to help people with. Again, there's a lot of stress, a lot of details. Yes, it can be frustrating, but try each and every day to say to yourself, how am I going to serve people and impact people so that they have a remarkable experience working and interacting with me in the real estate business? So appreciate you guys for listening. I hope that this encourages you to really go above and beyond because you don't know how are you going to impact someone. And just like with Charlie Wagner and then Mark Appel, Bryson Stott, Nick Castellanos, Alec Bohm, all those guys we met at Philly Spring Training Games, they don't know how they're going to impact us, but it was a huge impact on our lives and something we'll remember forever. So create those experiences with your clients that are remarkable, that they will remember for a long time, and be somebody that really seeks to serve and change lives. So thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.